So there are a few of these speakeasy places in Philly. We don't necessarily have to know a password, but you have to know it's there. Yeah, they're kind of on the radar, but hard to find. Right. Definitely if you want a uppity cocktail experience and you want to impress someone, or you just want to impress yourself. Impress yourself. <laughs> well, like... <laughs> The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 393. The PSFS building, which now houses Lowe's Philadelphia Hotel, was the first international-style skyscraper in the U.S. and the country's first completely air-conditioned building when it was completed in 1932. Anything to beat those muggy Philadelphia summers. I hope that after listening to a bunch of these Philly destination diaries, my biggest hope is that you see Philly and you say, I want to go there. Whether you've been there before, maybe you've been here 10 years ago and you're like, wow, this sounds a lot different. I want to come back. Or you've never been to Philadelphia. I want you to say, I need to get there. That sounds like an awesome city. We're a big cheerleader of our hometown. We absolutely love Philly. That's why we did a five-part episode on it. So if you are coming into town and you are traveling here and you're not traveling just for a day trip, you're going to need good carry-on luggage. And the best carry-on luggage out there, the ones that I've been using every time I travel anywhere are my Tortuga backpacks. So whether you're going to hop in your car and drive over to Philly, when you're going to hop on a plane or a train, doesn't matter. Check it out, tortugabackpacks.com slash epop. Now remember that, tortugabackpacks.com slash epop. You have to put in that slash epop. When you check out, that's going to get you a special 10% discount. Somehow they do it crazy with their coupon codes. It's pretty awesome. But as an EPOP listener, you're going to get 10% off by going to tortugabackpacks.com slash EPOP. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who hopefully next Philly Beer Week won't be pregnant so she can partake because it is next June, so we're hoping that uh, (laughs) we can make it that long without having a third kid. (laughs) That you will be able to partake in your first Philly Beer Week in a few years. My wife, my constant travel companion, someone who loves beer as much as me, loves wine probably a little more than me. Heather. Uh, maybe a lot more than yeah, you. Yeah, know. a lot more than yeah. me. Who, who are we kidding? Yeah, who are we kidding? I really like beer and I really love wine. I would like beer more if it didn't make me feel like as bad. I don't know. Sometimes because we love the hazy IPAs or something like you can't really drink too many of them because they just they're very heavy and sours are good but sours sours bang up my stomach a bit too yeah so wine for me is just like you can drink a little bit more of it and 
feel a little bit better, uh, in my opinion. But you, you could, ju- if you want to, you can drink wine right now. It is, it is afternoon here as we're recording. True, this. but we don't have any. So <laughs> oh, that's how much she likes wine. We don't yeah. even have well, any. Well, you the know, house. as you mentioned, I've been pregnant a lot lately, so I haven't really kept up a good stockpile of wine. That's something that I need to do. But this podcast is basically about beer and cocktails. We're not talking too much about wine, although, of course, in Philadelphia, you can get wine anywhere, and there's even restaurants where you can bring your own wine. But yeah, we're not really like wine heavy on the wine bar scene or anything like that. It's more beer and cocktails. Honestly, that's probably because for the last couple years, as we've gotten to know Philly better and better and better, you have been pregnant a lot, and (laughs) we haven't been able to hit up like we i'm not going to go out of my way to then hit up wine bars so i certainly know and we both know the beer scene we know a little bit about the cocktail scene we're going to talk to you about a few distilleries as well because those are popping up in philly um but today's episode is all about the best places to drink in philly this is part four of our five-part philly destination diary so if you haven't listened to the other ones part one was neighborhoods and where to stay part two was the longest one all about the best places to eat that we, is correct. We got you covered. We got you covered. And then part three was kind of a continuation of where to eat, but just for breakfast, brunch, and coffee. And so today we're talking about best places to drink, and then part five will be the best activities in Philly. So let us know if you like this broken up version of a destination diary. We knew Philly was going to be one of our longest or or our longest one because this is where we live. So we figured let's try this format out. Let us know. Tweet us at Pack of Peanuts, Instagram at Extra Pack of Peanuts. Let us know if you prefer this to one super long episode, this broken out version. Heth, talk about drinking. We're going to start with beer. I mentioned this during one of the other parts that Philly used to be a bit of a beer and specifically a brewery desert. There just was not many good options. And we're talking three years ago. There were just, the, the there were a few breweries. They weren't that great. And it, it was crazy for a city its size that there just didn't exist that many good breweries. That has changed dramatically. Yes, it has upped its game in the brewery department. But let's, I think that we should start with the original craft brewer, which has been in Philly for a very, very long time. And that is Yards. Because back, I mean, I'm talking 15 years ago. Yeah, I don't it, know when Yards opened, but it, it was a maybe 20 now yeah it's been a long time and i i believe like 10 10 7 to 10 years ago they opened um a small area in their brewery for a tasting room and some light snacks and now just two years ago i think they opened a brand new location that's humongous a full-on brewery restaurant so yards is the original philly brewer yeah, and they definitely are. And I think if we're going to talk about this, we'll break it down a little bit in the neighborhoods and we'll kind of tell you why you should go to each one because we're going to be brewery heavy in the beginning of this and then we'll get into distilleries and cocktails. Um, Yards, I think, is good for people who just... Yeah, it's it's the biggest brewery out of any of these that we mentioned. It's really neat. Their new spot is super cool. Indoor, outdoor, if you're if you're a craft beer nerd snob like like we can get, then you know you're just going to have more basic beers. But I would recommend, and we do when we bring our craft beer friends down in Philly, we do always bring them the yards because it's a really neat environment. Their new location is really neat. So even if the beer is a, a bit 
more basic, super cool spot right there on Spring Garden Street. And just, yeah, I mean, it's it's new. It's it's a year, year and a half old. And they did a fantastic job with that space. Yeah. So that's right in the area that we are calling Spring Garden, which is a street in Philadelphia. And it has yards. And then it has another brewery, which we really like. Maybe called, our favorite. It, it depends. It's it's up there. Yeah, it's definitely up there. It's called Love City, and for those of you who maybe don't know, Philadelphia is called the city of brotherly love. So I believe that's Everyone why. Must know that. I don't know. Maybe they don't. Uh, so it's called Love City. It's a very cool building. It's, I guess, like a big brick warehouse. And so the style is really cool. It's really like trendy and hip. They don't have food there, but they do have rotating food trucks. So you can eat there and they have just really good beer. They have a lot of different styles, but they usually have at least one hazy IPA on, which is our favorite beer. And they usually have a sour and then like a just regular lager and things like that. So it's definitely a really cool spot to hang out. Yeah, I'm really happy that Love City opened and we've had a lot of breweries open in Philly recently and some have been uh, not up to our standards, but Love City we went to and and we're surprised at, at how good it was. So we really, really like Love City and they Yards and Love City are close to each other. They're definitely walkable. That's in that spring garden area. Now, the two other main areas when it comes to breweries outside of Spring Garden, because they have a few, are South Philly and then Fishtown. And you've heard us, if you've listened to these other podcasts, the other parts, we've talked a lot about South Philly and Fishtown because that's where stuff is opening up. There's not a ton of or any breweries in Center City because, you know, rents are more expensive. So these are areas where breweries can open up. Let's start by heading down to South Philly because South Philly has three good like three breweries and all are very good and all are unique plus they have a really neat rooftop bar that isn't its own brewery but is a great philly beer experience if if you want to go and get some of the best you know skyline views of philly itself so we'll head down to south philly hath second district again this is right up there as one of our favorite breweries in Philly. Yeah, it's very good. The beer is delicious. They try very experimental stuff. So it's more of that hipper craft brewer that you think of if you're a beer snob like us. So it's very good. They have delicious food, a nice menu. It's a small menu, but everything on it is pretty good and kind of it's very fresh. And with that hip vibe too, it's in an old machine shop. So they repurposed this old machine shop. They have the doors that, you know, kind of the garage garage doors doors. that can go up. So, you know, if it's nice out, you're sitting indoor, outdoor. Again, unique. That's what's, that's one of the things we love about brews is that they're repur, a lot of them are repurposing old buildings. And in Philly, there's a lot of old buildings to repurpose because it went through a pretty rough stage uh, in the 80s and 90s. So, a lot of these breweries are doing that. So Second District is much smaller than Yards or Love City as far as space inside, but a really neat spot. Separatist is one of maybe the newest or one of the newest breweries in Philly. It's used to be, or they do have their original spot up 
in Easton, Pennsylvania. Which is about two hours north of Philadelphia. And we've actually been there and the beer is very good. So we were super excited that they've opened a spot in Philly. We have yet to actually visit the spot, but we've had their beer and it's just delicious. Yep. And it's right on, it just opened and it's right on Pashyunk. So we talked about Pashyunk Square being the foodie heaven for people in Philadelphia. Separatist is right there in amongst all that. So you can go grab a beer. And again, they usually have 12 to 15 beers on tap, all their own stuff. And they do a lot of beer nerd, beer snob beers. So lots of IPAs, um, as well as some experimental stuff with Kolsch's and lagers and all that kind of stuff. So Separatist really glad that they decided to make some inroads into Philly. A little deeper in South Philly is a place called Brewery ARS. This is actually, we say the other place had like garage doors for, you know, to sit indoor or outdoor. Brewery ARS is actually in a garage. <laughs> so yeah. it is a garage brewery. <laughs> it's not as cute as Second District, you know, design wise, but it's very basic. It just kind of, I think it even has plastic chairs. You know, it's not fancy. It's in a garage. It's in a garage, but it's good beer. Good beer. Also very experimental, cool things that they're doing with the, the brewing process. Yeah, fun story because it's two twin brothers. So one guy's the brewer, one guy does everything else. So like the design of the of the the beers, the, you logo. know, the logos, and he does like the front of house stuff. So it's just two 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 twin brothers. And uh, we went one time, we we're like, eh, like in the beginning. And we've been back multiple times since and it gets better and better and better. So Brewery ARS is a fun, cool experience. So if you're in South Philly, you can easily hit up all three oh, of those with it. Walkable, right? Walking yeah. for sure. And then there's another place that's walkable from them, and that's called the Bach Bar, B-O-K. What's neat about Bach Bar, and there's a bunch of different places in it is that this is an old school. I think it's a, it was an old high school, an old high school in Philly. So it's this massive building. And then the Bach bar is on the rooftop. And so you have great skyline views and there's also other restaurants in this old school. So Bach bar itself has only like small plates, but I think there's other restaurants where you can get food from. And yeah, you go for the ambiance and the, and the views because you're outdoor on a roof deck of an old school that's yeah that's i mean cool. that sounds super cool i have actually not been there me i i have to admit this on the podcast me either oh i thought maybe you had gone without me <laughs> i didn't go without you i've been near it and it I, it used to only be open the summer i i'm guessing the rooftop is only open seasonally as well so i've been at it but not while it was going and we sent your brother there last weekend when he came into philly and he was shooting us pictures and yeah you know, he so, said it was very cool yeah yeah, so I mean, usually almost all these places we've been to, some we just have tangential evidence that they're awesome. Um, so Bach Bar, I do, but I do believe it is seasonal. Yeah, just check their their website. But I mean, I don't think it's going to be open in the winter, especially not if it's snowing because it's on the rooftop Burr. of like a five six story school. Um, all right, moving up from South Philly, we're going to head up to Fishtown, which we know the best out of any neighborhood, which we continue to say Fishtown, Old Kensington, Northern Liberty. It's Liberties where it's at. Is where it's at. And they have talked about breweries popping up. This was maybe the first spot where a bunch of breweries started opening up together because there was just that hip vibe and the space to be able to do yes. it. 
we're not going to give you all of them because honestly, there have been two that have opened up in the last month that we haven't even got. To. <laughs> really? I yeah, didn't even know Punch about Buggy them. Brewing and um, I forget the name of the other one. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. We'll have to I, check them out. You know, for the research. For, the, for research. the research, of course. I mean, Goose Island, which a lot of people are probably familiar with, huge, huge brewer out of Chicago. They have a huge brewery there in Fishtown, which we haven't even been to. Yeah. Um. So the ones we give you are going to be our favorites there. But know if you're in Fishtown, you know, in South Philly, we gave you the three that are there. They're all very good. In Fishtown, uh, my guess is that there's probably eight different breweries, maybe even a little more. Um, so you could you could spend a couple days just hitting them. Our favorites, though. Evil Genius is a very interesting spot. They do some eclectic beers and eclectic logo branding it's just very unusual but cool and their beer is good it's not my favorite beer that i've ever had but it's it's definitely good you will enjoy going there and trying out their their different ones and they have a lot on tap and then they have some that are just in cans so you can buy them and they have you know a lot of places to sit it's a pretty big building they have an outdoor patio that outdoor, opened last year, mm-hmm. which is nice in, you know, in season. It's a really nice spot to sit at. And inside is cool. Yeah, they have like couches and older, you know, vintagey looking stuff. So it's a cool space with pretty good beer. Yes. I like it bec- to bring people to because the beer is above average. They have a lot of different styles of IPAs, which is, you know, good. They have that cool outdoor space. It is right under the train. So there, there's the L, which is the elevated train. So it's right there, which is neat because you, you're, you know, the train goes by and you're it sitting outside. It feels like you're in the city. Yeah, it feels like you're in the city. Um, and they do, as Heather was mentioning, a lot of pop culture with their beers. Like one's called Stacy's Mom. One is called Purple Monkey Dishwasher, which is like a Simpsons reference. Yeah, they, they do, do like a, a lot trust of the process. Yes, which is like the Philly basketball thing. So it's all they're they're goofy, funny. You know, Eclectic. pop culture references. So, Evil yes. Genius, cool spot. You wouldn't, you won't be upset going there. It's, it's unique and neat to see. A new place that just opened up is the Tired Hands Beer Garden. So, if you know and are snobby about beer, you've probably heard of Tired Hands. The main Tired Hands, and and this is probably Philly's best brewery when it comes to, you know, sought after beer. Yes, and it is my favorite brewery. Um, when we did our favorite breweries podcast trav and i i think we did that last year this was my number one in the united states it is amazing beer i have yet to actually go to the beer garden because you know i just had a baby a month ago so i haven't been drinking and it's only open again seasonally right because their it's, beer garden in philly yeah because it's mostly it, it is, is outdoor. all it is all outdoors i think there's like a tiny little room you can go in to use a bathroom i don't know again it's it's a it's mostly outdoor. It's right. a beer garden. But the the beer I've had all the time, and, and we go to the actual huge brewery fermentaria in the suburbs quite frequently. So we know the beer is good. The beer is exceptional. So you should definitely make this a high priority if you really like amazing beer, but specifically the hazy IPAs, the milkshake style beers. Yes. And if you want to get out of the city and, and you do want to make a pilgrimage to Tired Hands, it's a, it's about a 20-minute, 20 25-minute drive out of the city in a town called Ardmore, so you can go there, but it's neat that they did open a beer garden now 
in the city that's easy to get to for people who don't want to go outside of the city. So Tired Hands Beer Garden is there in Fishtown. Another brewery that we really like, um, and the way I describe this brewery is that it's just, it does everything that a brew pub should do right. So when I say brewery, usually I'm talking about beer first, then food, right? You know, that's kind of my thing. It's right. like, it's focus on beer and they have some food. Brew pub would be more of, yeah, we do our own beer, but we're also, also a, a restaurant. restaurant. Main, almost mainly a restaurant with the beer as not really an afterthought, but the f- main focus isn't on beer. Yeah, it's and probably like, like, it's like 50-50. Yes. Right? And so Urban Village, which is right there in Northern Liberties, they are, a, I would consider them a brew pub, and I would say that they do they are do everything a brew pub should do. So their food yes. is very good. Yes. They I, have great specials. Yes. I, I, I really like their food. They have a whole menu, but they also do brick oven pizza, which was very good. And they do some unique things on them. The one I had had like a sweet potato, you know, seasonal harvesty pizza because I went there. Last year, on a little date with my wit man, my little son, he was just eating pizza at that time, so that was fun. But their beer is, you know, Pretty above good. average. It's it's good. It's not my favorite because that would be tired hands, but it's it's all very good beer. Yep, and so and they have great happy hour specials and and specials like every night. So it's just, yes, it's a and, good spot, and easy the spot. Restaurant is also beautiful. It's very cool inside. You know, it's brand new. So yeah, great. So. We just, we like it. It's easy. It's simple. And you know what you're going to get. And that is above average food and above average beer. Then Frankfurt Hall is not a brewery, but this kind of helped put it on the map. This helped put Fishtown on the map. It's a Steven Star place. If you've heard the other podcast or you know he's a restaurateur in Philly, probably the most famous restaurateur in Philly. He opened a German beer garden in an old like firehouse in Philly. And it was one of the first things to open in Fishtown, and it became a destination for people. And then Fishtown just became hotter and hotter and hotter. So we have him to thank for that. It's great. I mean... It's beautiful. It's very cool. The outside of it, of course, is this striking brick building. You walk in. It's all kind of industrial with the bar. And so you can get beer, and I think you can get cider, and do they do cocktails? Yeah, so they don't do their own beer, you know, but they have craft beer, and then they have a ton of jerk. Mostly they have big German beer, which you can get in the liter glasses. So it's a real Oktoberfest experience there. Um, but they have craft, some craft some beers, craft beer some cider, tap. I think some cocktails. So stuff for everyone. Yeah. And then German food, sausages, pretzels, stuff like that. Right. And then they also have an actual outdoor space that's very big for the beer garden with the picnic tables and the gravel and some cool i think they even have a few fire pits they got it's, fire pits they just... have a ping pong table inside they i think they have a uh air hockey table so it's like you walk in it's indoor but then it's like if you keep walking someone just ripped the ceiling off and i think that's what happened is it, uh, <laughs> it was a building that the ceiling had crumbled so like the first part is indoor and then it opens up to this courtyard that's open air and it's get the beautiful and I think it's open all year because they have the fire pits and they do the heat lamps outside. So it's an awesome spot. If you are in Fishtown, even if you don't stay there and you're just there for the day, I would go and get a drink at Frankfurt Hall because it's just a wonderful experience. Another place, not on a list, I'm going off script here that oh I want to mention in Fishtown, there's a place called Barcade. Um, great craft beer. And it is an arcade. So I've been there a couple times. So if you want to get 
it's right there in Fishtown. If you want to go and, and play some video games too, you can go to Barcade. Or Ski Ball. They have or a lot ski of Ski Ball, ball tables. Yeah. Um, although, wait, Ski Ball. I'm not sure they have that barcade. There's another place oh, I'm thinking called of Garage. A oh, I'm thinking of Garage. So similar. Yeah. I mean, okay. both are they're, they're different places owned by different people, but Garage is also in Fishtown, and that is craft beer and also, yeah, more of not like arcade games, but skee-ball, yes. darts. Okay. That's um, what I was thinking of. I have been to Garage, and I thought it was very fun. Yeah, both are fun, uh, but and both are fun with groups, and it's like you can drink and do other stuff. Yeah. So definitely recommend those places. And we mentioned this when we were talking about places to eat, but I'll mention it again in case you didn't listen to that podcast. Shame on you. You got to know where to eat if you're going to be drinking. Um, Bottle Bar East right on Frankfurt Ave, right up from Frankfurt Hall, is a fantastic place for craft beer. It's probably the best craft beer bar in Philly. So they get all types of unique stuff in. They have great happy hours where like drafts, most of their drafts are half off. And then they have coolers of beer, bottled beer from all over the world that you can drink in there as well. You know, they probably have 800 bottled beers plus 25 things on tap that are unique and killer happy hour specials for beer and for food. So it's, I love it. Like if I'm bringing a craft beer fan to Philly and we want to go get happy hour, like that's where we're going, Bottle Bar East. Yeah, and it happens to be right next to Cake Life, which we mentioned, an amazing spot to get some delicious treats. Right. So, and yeah, you're right in the heart of Fishtown. So you can't go wrong there. Two other places I wanted to mention when we're talking about just drinking in general and, and beer, um, they don't fall into any neighborhood because they're kind of off on their own. Crime and Punishment is a cool little brewery out in, you don't you can't say West Philly because West Philly is over the river, but the west side of Center City uh, <laughs> on Girard Avenue. So I guess technically you'd call us br- the brewery town neighborhood. Um, and Crime and Punishment, yeah, super cool little spot. They do all Eastern European stuff. So they have pierogies and all that kind of stuff and good beer. It's Crime and Punishment. And then my what used to be my favorite bar in Philly and still holds a special, special place in my heart. You can get anything there. Food, beer, you know, wine, cocktails. It's just your typical Irish pub. Yeah, it's the oldest bar in Philly. It's called McGillan's. It's off a little back alley. Right in Center City. Yeah, it's in Center City. It's a cool spot. You're not going to be blown away by their food and beverage choices, but they just have normal beer on draft. They have a whole bar so you can get any cocktail there. It's just that old style. divey bar. It's very fun. We used to go there a lot before the craft beer scene you know, blew up and we became snobs. Yeah, so McGillis. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a cool spot, especially if you're in Old City. All right, let's move on to cocktails and some of the spirits, which we, we definitely know less because we're not big, big cocktail drinkers. But when my buddy Sean Ogle, who has been on this podcast, he did our Portland Destination Diary with us. He loves cocktails. So when he came, I definitely did some research. We went to two places that I really enjoyed. And there's also a few distilleries we should mention as well. Um, so let's start with the cocktail, Seth. Franklin Room is a place that used to be very hush-hush. So there are a few of these speakeasy places in Philly. We don't necessarily have to know a password, but you have to know it's there. Yeah, they're kind of off the... It's on the radar, but hard to find. Right. Franklin Room is one of those. Definitely, if you want a uppity cocktail experience and you want to impress someone, you just want to impress yourself. Impress yourself. Well, like find the Franklin Room, <laughs> go down these steps... You enter into the Franklin room. It's just very dark, 
they're known for having some of the best, if not the best cocktails in Philly. And then I think there's actually a downstairs, which is like the secret, secret room, which even I didn't go to. Um, so a cool spot to go and get a cocktail or two. And then have one of the places that was on that our little cocktail tour, Sean and I, that, that impressed me a lot because I didn't have that many expectations of it. Also in Center City, Franklin Room Center City, Writer's Block Rehab is in Center City too. What just, did you like about that? No pretense. Cool. You go in. It's small. They had a great gin drink that I got there. And then upstairs is like a library that's open sometimes for you to go drinking. It's it's all... I guess it was started by the whole point was like these writers started this little bar and then they drink up in the library and then it became a thing and then they turned it into like a thing that other people could come to. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Sounds so fun. Writer's Block Rehab is a unique little place. They're yeah, near each other. I've never been to either one. But that's because, again, I was pregnant <laughs> I mean, at that yeah. time. You guys went. So <laughs> anyway, they sound very fun, and I would like to try them out. Yeah, and Center City is where you're going to find most of your cocktail bars in Philly because that's that's where the kind hustle the and bustle of the city is. is. That's yeah. where the scene is. Whereas your beer is going to be in South Philly, and it's going to be out in Fishtown. We should mention then some distilleries have popped up. Both of these, actually, the two distilleries that, that we know of and like are in that Fishtown, Northern Liberties, Old Kensington area. One is my favorite gin, um, and they've been around now for a little a while. A little yeah. while. And now they have a whole tasting room in this huge concert venue um, in, this, in this building that has a concert venue. And that is Blue Coat Distilling. And we found out about this years ago because we are a gin drinking family. We love gin. Trav's family loves gin. So when we found Blue Coat, we were like, this is just a really nice style of gin because a lot of gins are British and they make them differently there because actually the tonic water, the tonic water is different in, in Europe and in the UK. And in the US, it's a lighter tonic water, so you don't need a strong of a gin flavor. Right, which we didn't know until I started saying, why does this taste a little smoother? And then we found out like this was made for American gin. So American tonic, American tonic, right? American gin made for American tonic. So Blue Coat has a tasting room right in the Fillmore concert venue, which is a cool concert venue in its own right. Amazing. There's also like a bowling alley in there. There's a comedy show. We'll place. talk about it more in the activities. Yeah. So, but um, you can go to their tasting room. Really cool. Then right across the street from like literally the front door of one of our Airbnbs opens up and then you walk out and right there is a place called New Liberty Distilling. So that's a cool distillery as well. A lot of people have events there, but it is open to the public, I believe Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or certain times um, it's open to the public. So you can do that. And then right north of that is another distillery called Stateside Vodka, which we haven't been to. So right in that Fishtown area, you could hit three different distilleries. Um, not all of them are open all the time, you know, because they're active distilleries, so they're not always just having tasting rooms. So check their schedules. But between Blue Coat, New Liberty Distilling, and Stateside Vodka, you, I mean, that's going to be, if you're doing all three of those, watch out. Yeah, be careful. Beer before liquor, never been sicker. That's what they say. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. So do those first, then go hit up the Philip so, Fishtown yeah. Brewery. But just be safe. Be safe. Have fun. Those are some of our favorite places to drink in Philly. Heather's going to go out, uh, hit the beat, you know, pound the pavement there in the name <laughs> of research, find some of the, find some more wine and stuff like that. Some of the best wine bars in Philly. She's been off the, 
She's been, been off, off the it. drinking game, but that's okay because it's worth it. We have a beautiful new little daughter who is being pretty quiet during this podcast. Thanks to my sister watching her, um, because this has been this has been an epic recording morning. Now we're into the afternoon, all for the sake of our love for Philadelphia. That's right. We are recording back to back to back to back to back. Part one through five, Philly Destination Diary. This was part four, best places to drink. Reminder, part one was neighborhoods and where to stay. Part two was best places to eat. Part three was best breakfast, brunch, and coffee spots. This is part four, best places to drink. We got one more to go. Part five, best activities in Philly. You can get all of these podcasts wherever you listen to this one. You can find those other ones. So check it out. And if you want the show notes for any of these, they're going to all live in one spot. So the best places to eat, Heth, they're going to be in there with the best places to drink and best coffee and where to stay. All of it's going to live extrapackofpeanuts.com slash Philly. We're making it easy for you. That's going to be a one-stop shop for our written guide to Philadelphia. So you can check it out there. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, for, especially thanks for listening to Philly Destination Diary. We knew it was going to be long. We knew it was going to be fun. We love this city. And, we and really do. And here's the thing. A lot of people who we brought and told to come to Philly or friends who have visited us who then ha- didn't know much about Philly and we took around and were like, this is a really neat city. This is real a lot cooler than I thought. And yeah, it's an right. awesome place. It's, it's amazing and it's definitely worth a visit if not should be high on your priority list especially after listening to this podcast yeah and it just keeps <laughs> getting better and better and better i mean when we recorded five years ago there were maybe one third of these options and yeah so it, definitely it's a burgeoning a stuff burgeoning city so thank you guys for listening thank you for support as always that makes this number one rated travel podcast and until next time happy free travels i'll show you paris